0: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Tales from the Service Industry. I'm your host. I'm Bill. I'm here with Miss B joining us again.
1: Hey, guys.
0: And we have a new host joining us tonight. We are joined by Natty.
1: Hi, everybody.
0: So, Natty, uh, traditionally, when we have a new guest on, we like to ask them to just introduce themselves and tell us a little bit about themselves.
1: My name is Natty, as you know. Um, I've been in the service or hospitality industry for like about six years. Um, I'm a front desk manager now, and it's going really good. Nice. Well, welcome. Thank you. Glad to have you. Glad to be here.
0: All right. So tonight, we're going to shift gears a little bit. We're going to talk about some angry employee issues. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to talk about why you don't leave angry voicemails for people that you want calling you back. (laughs)
1: Definitely. Does it doesn't make you want to help them.
0: No, oh. not particularly. Mm-mm. But we'll, we'll dig into why. Yeah. I've got, uh, <laughs> I've got one that we can share and kind Beautiful. of dissect yes. a little bit.
1: Sounds good.
0: So I know that you ladies had some issues with employees this week, <sighs> prompting the conversation point of angry employees.
1: Always. <laughs> Unfortunately. So
0: how about we go down that rabbit hole then?
1: Okay. Okay, I'm Who down. Who wants to
0: start? Miss B or the newcomer?
1: I can start. Do right, it. Okay, so a few, few years back, we had an agent that used to work with us. She was very difficult. Couldn't read her. A lot of our agents felt when she would come in, they would be on edge because it would always feel like if she was in a bad attitude, then the whole day was just shot. Yeah. Mm. It was really, really bad. Um, if she had a great day it was phenomenal like the check-ins were amazing she was amazing to guests she was amazing to her and her co-workers but if she had a bad day everybody she, knew it everybody yeah. knew it everybody would stay clear from her and watch out because she would bring her sarcasm to like a new level
2: and would just be aggressive and like passive aggressive and just would make people feel awkward and uncomfortable and it was just like no one wanted to work with that associate <laughs>
0: (laughs) She mastered the passive and the uh, active aggressive.
1: Yeah. And she was very uh, somebody who loved to joke. But if you joked with her, it was like an insult. It was like...
0: Uh, Jokes and quotes.
1: Yes. But she she always wanted to be the one joking. Mm. But if you reciprocated to that, she would just go off like there was no tomorrow.
2: And it was really hard to like, I remember, document her because she wouldn't necessarily do anything wrong. Her attitude wasn't great,
1: but it was very difficult to like pinpoint, put it down on a piece of paper. Like so you, it was, you, you couldn't document like... She wasn't in a good mood. Exactly. You, you can't really document somebody by their attitude, right? She wasn't mean to any... It was... Yeah. No, that's not true because when we were renovating this particular place, I remember we had the door shut and, uh, and she comes in pissed off because the doors were closed. Okay. Mind you, they were jackhammering in the side, like in the front of us. Mm-hmm. So we need the doors closed so that we could be able to speak to guests on the phone She comes in just pissed off And uh, I remember her coming in and saying why in the f- are the doors closed? Oh, you could document for that and I said, why do you think the doors are closed?
0: <laughs> yeah, why do you think that asking why are the effing doors closed the right way to start your shift?
1: So I, I just yeah, so she kind of uh, went at me like she was ready and i remember another agent just grabbing her
2: whoa so
1: yeah it was the first time how did she not get documented for that that's a very interesting question because she also went off on one of our top bosses um, bosses oh and they let it go what yes that's insane that yeah so it, it was just let it go because we were in a stressful situation oh come on so that's crazy yeah
2: Oh, no, in fairness, I literally had the worst night auditor ever. I've had some bad night auditors, but this one just he did stuff so bad all the time. He could have essentially wrote himself up and out, but we couldn't write him up as much as he would do things wrong. Plus, night auditors are really hard to replace and so it's like we took more with him than we should have. Yes, I remember. And more than, you know, you would with any other associate. Mm-hmm. But because they were night audit, we're like, oh, my God. He literally covers two days a week night audit. Like, it is so hard to find someone. Like, full time? It's it's actually it's easier, a little easier than two nights of night audit to find someone that's willing to do that. And not only was he willing to do two nights of night audit, but he would also do some day shifts. So during the day shifts it was better because we could keep an eye on him but the night audit shifts like i would just hear things like nobody answer the phones all night
1: he would constantly brag to the rest of the team that they won't fire me because they need me too much so it got to a point where we had our agents come up to us and say hey that's not fair you know we don't say that and it's true and how is he getting away with it yeah Mm -hmm. he doesn't do any work he constantly messes up on his check-ins
0: well, he's of the opinion of that because he knows that nobody wants to work night audit.
1: You know what's funny? At
2: one point, because we were trying to code him and he would always say the right things to me. Like, I'm sorry, I'll do better, you know. And, but then <laughs> <laughs> he would go and do different things and say different things to other people. But at one point, you know, one of the associates came up and was complaining to my manager about that. Like, why is he getting away with this? And they're like, oh, well, would you like to cover those shifts? I'll, I'll let them go right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> the face they would put. Oh, yeah. No, I don't want to do night audit. You know, we're trying to figure it out, but it's a little bit difficult and nobody wants to cover that shift. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really hard.
0: You know, at this point with technology, it's just the hours. It's not the task that you have to do. Exactly. Yeah. You just have to sit there and stay awake.
2: Yeah, and come to work looking presentable. Well, oh God, yeah, yes. that's a gimme this person would come in the shlabbiest clothes looking just like a schlob and like he just woke up from bed and then he had probably did long (laughs) hair to which it's supposed to be neatly pulled back would just wear it back in like a messy ponytail or a messy bun and we'd be like no it needs to be kept then he had this beard that was absolutely unkempt Mm. to which i coached him and i was like look Part of the policy, like, it's not that you're not allowed to have facial hair, but it has it to look to groomed, groomed yeah. and neatly trimmed. To which he then tried to take me to HR because he said it was against his religion to cut his beard.
1: Which was not what we were saying. We were <laughs> just saying... Keep it clean. Keep it clean. Yeah. Make yourself look presentable. To which to he then said, okay, okay, I will. Did he? Nope. Nope. And uh, on top of that, he was always late to shift. Constantly. Constantly. I remember approaching him once and saying, hey, you know, um, why are you so late all the time? And he's just like, oh, you know, I was sitting in my car contemplating my life. I'm like, 40, <laughs> 45 minutes. And he's like, yeah, you know, I don't know if this job is good for me or if I want to be here. I said, oh, OK, well, how would you like it if, you know, your AM associate came in 45 minutes late, you know, and you want to leave to go home and get some rest? He's like, I would just leave.
2: So obviously we had a real winner. Yeah. And we did not put it up for it for very long. But Thankfully. basically we had to get an exit strategy. We posed it to him. So basically you have these conversations where so it looks like you're you're looking out for them and it's like, you know, I could tell you haven't been very happy on the nights. So I've got a plan, okay? We're gonna bring you to days. And I'm going to post this night out at position and we're going to get this covered. And as soon as it's covered, I'm going to bring you to days and you won't have to do nights anymore. Oh, really? Wow. That's amazing. Thanks for looking out for me. Of course. Of course. I just need you to hang in there. And as soon as we get this position filled, okay, I got it filled quicker than I thought it would. And got the new person trained. And then (laughs) before he could even come to days, he talks to me and he's like, you know, I just don't know if this is for me. And I'm like, you know, you have to be happy in life. You gotta, you know, if you don't like what you're doing and you don't like your job, you shouldn't do it. Life is short. If you want to quit, I totally understand. In fact, here's this paper.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'll have you check on Friday.
2: (laughs) So we quit and it wasn't on bad terms. It was his choice. He made the decision to leave because it wasn't for him. He got his last day in which he had to work to, to get his check, you know, and it was, I don't even think it was a week like you know what i mean it wasn't even a full two weeks notice i'm like no just finish out the week so that way we can get your track ready and he's like oh, okay so his last day obviously a night on a shift apparently my am agent comes in there's no one at the desk there's no one anywhere she goes to ballet and says where's the night on it and i'm like he just dipped around like 4 a.m he just hmm. left yep deuces and then nobody called anyone no one and she's hmm. like why didn't you call me and he's like i don't know what to do <laughs> so there was no one at the desk no one answering phones anything for at least two hours yeah
0: well fortunately it was from 4 a.m to 6 a.m right yeah oh my god Yeah. we
2: were just like mortified it was like what i was so angry too because i'm like why you could have just texted me and said hey i'm done i'm out yeah you know he dipped yep so that was a great employee
0: <laughs> yeah i mean jeez I've had people like that, though. Yeah. I I think we all have.
1: Unfortunately.
0: I got moved to yet another hotel. Yay, task force. Okay. (laughs) I had a conversation with one of our housemen today. So apparently last week Friday? No, I'm sorry. Last week Sunday, one of our housemen got into a verbal with their supervisor. Not terrible, just attitude, like not quite insubordinate, but getting there kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. Nobody said it was, you know, a horrible conversation. But on Monday, that supervisor brought me a resignation letter said, whoa, I don't like his attitude. I don't want to be around him anymore. Yeah. I'm going to quit. Yeah. Wow. So I asked her, I said, well, I can respect that. I can value that. But are you quitting because of him? Or are you quitting for other reasons that he's just a contributing factor to?
2: Because just quitting over one person, that's extreme. Yeah. It's a little
0: extreme, right? Yeah. She said, no, It's. It, I, I'm not real happy. I've got an opportunity, so on and so forth. He's just kind of the icing on the cake. Okay. All right. I respect so, that. I can understand her point of view a little bit better. kind of helps me understand how I want to handle this guy. Okay. okay. So today we write him up gave him the documentation, explained to him that being aggressive with people is not acceptable. Yeah. Nobody has said that what he said to her was overly offensive, but his behavior has now led her to submit a resignation letter. Yeah. I can't have that at this hotel. So yeah. I'm asking you in documentation to please correct and change your attitude.
2: Yeah. Good. Good.
0: Not terrible, right? No. no. Yeah. No. He looks at me and goes, oh, well, if that's the case, when somebody says something offensive to me, I'm going to come complain to you. So you can write them up it's like okay okay, we have just completely missed the point of the whole conversation (laughs) right okay the whole conversation (laughs) is you don't talk to people that way and have them quit right so yeah his takeaway was that it's just not acceptable and that he can now come complain to me
2: (laughs) why don't
1: you do that yeah go ahead i'll be like really (laughs) yeah what did you say (laughs) exactly yeah and then it becomes this like high school thing right
0: what prompted it
1: yeah yeah oh my gosh Oh, I don't. We just that. had a bad one not too long ago. This young lady was upset about the new uniforms.
0: Oh, we talked about that actually. Did you? Yeah, and yeah. yeah.
2: no, she threw her stuff at me.
1: Yeah. And yelled at me. Oh god. And then got fired. Yes. It's just people people suck. They do. And it's like there's a proper way of letting your management know instead of going to the extreme. Yeah, but nobody so.
0: does nobody does it the proper way anymore.
1: Yeah. Well, cuz we're dealing with these children. I'm sorry. There's no other way of putting it. Mm-hmm. They're kids and they our ducklings
2: think, yes our chicks and ducks yes
1: and it's just so frustrating to deal with them yeah and as managers we have to be super careful how we conduct what we say how we react towards things and, and then all in the meantime we're also dealing with guests yes who mm-hmm.
2: are also acting like children oh absolutely you know all that, day long
0: like for me the biggest problem that i've got with the quote-unquote workforce now mm-hmm. i don't know that sounds weird but anyway the biggest problem that I have with it is, to your points, about having to be so careful in what we say to our employees. Mm-hmm. I agree with that in many, 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 many ways. But where I disagree with that is to the point of the guy that doesn't want to keep his hair nice for work or yeah. comes to work in shorts or, you know, <laughs> whatever <laughs> the case is. Comes right? to
2: work in pajamas. Oh, yeah, they happened last week. Somebody yep. came
0: to work in pajamas. In
2: pajamas. <laughs> Jesus,
0: <laughs> crime. This-
2: this is our associate we're having a tough time with right now but literally we coach everyone about their uniforms constantly this is again we're having uniform issues and this person comes to work in uh shorts and then a top and they're both matching prints yes yellow hawaiian the
1: brightest yellow you can think of floral yes
2: Mm -hmm. and i'm like those are pajamas and i literally walk up to her and i'm like what's this she's like
1: oh, well, and,
2: you know, they have a sob story mm-hmm. and all that. And I'm like, but you can't come to work like this. I said, it doesn't matter. You have to go to Target or something. But it's it's right up the street. It's like there's yeah. a store by a $15 shirt, $20 pants. You can't come to work like this. Yeah. But we have to coddle. Yeah.
0: Well, and that's what I'm getting at is that you have a policy, they know the policy, Right. the uniforms were issued, mm-hmm. but people come to work in pajamas, people come to work in shorts. It's <laughs> yes. like, I understand that you can't be like, oh my God, did you just crawl out of the rag bag? Why are you wearing that? But you should be able to be blunt with the associate and say, look, you are out of uniform. Mm-hmm. You are not in compliance. You are not working until that is corrected period
1: yeah, but that see there's a problem
0: to see that.
2: i did that and then i got told to back down yeah,
0: yeah. and that is my issue well, because you're fulfilling the, the policy sure. you're doing things the way you should be doing them yeah
1: and we get in trouble for it
0: and that is the most ridiculous thing
1: because it it's
2: also besides the fact of me just enforcing it a week prior i got an email saying i'm noticing people outside of uniform you need to enforce it you need to create an sop mm-hmm. So I get this directive to come down. I didn't even come down super hard. I was just like, hey, guys, starting this date, you got to wear your uniforms. Yep. That's it. End of story. And then it caused a whole thing where the girl quit and threw stuff at me. And then I was told, you need to like back off. You need to calm down. And Well, if it's in the same color scheme, then it should be okay. Game. And I'm like, what? I'm going with one direction. Then you're sending me another way. And I'm just.
0: That's why you save emails. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I have it. And I said that. I'm like, but you told me. She's like, well, what we need to do is. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck
1: it's hard. It really is. Because what should have really happened, we should have sent her home without pay. Right. I would have sent her I, home. I would period. have sent her home. That's what I would want it to do. If we would have done that, it would have been us having to hear from the top, our bosses mm-hmm. saying I that to... we're hard. And it's like, you make us create all these guidelines, right? And somebody breaks them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We go and try to correct them. And,
0: and then you're told you did it wrong. We did it yes, wrong. Yeah. Exactly. You need to write an SOP on uniforms. When you're done with it, you need to send it to me for me to review and approve. <laughs> Sounds great. So I sign off on it, send it back to you. You then enforce it. I disagree with the way you enforce it, and I change the policy. Yes, yes, okay. exactly. Nutshell, done. Yep.
2: Welcome to management. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. It's never ending. <laughs>
1: like I said, <laughs> we work with kids.
0: Yeah, but it's not just... it's and for them. It's not just the employees that are acting that way. Oh, no.
1: Yes. No, not at all. Yes. I mean, guests, too.
0: Guests do it all the time. I can't tell you how many times I've had guests leave either terrible voicemails like threatening voicemails, or I've talked to guests on the phone and they threaten you straight up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Recently, I've had two good verbal incidents and I've got a voicemail that I saved from years ago that I'll, I'll share with you as yeah. well. Yeah? Yeah. I'll oh, I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> so the first two that I've had recently, I had a guy that called me up. He was upset about his stay, which is fine. I get it. It's, it's understandable. But what he wanted versus what happened, so very, like, opposite ends of the spectrum right right he had an issue with the hotel i get it you're not happy we'll make you happy but good lord he booked for one night okay he wanted his room comp
1: what was the issue
0: the hotel was not what he expected it's not in the best of condition it's an older property it's tired but it's not
2: nothing egregiously wrong happened no
0: you you don't open the door and see a chalk outline of a body on the floor or anything it's like you know it's just it's the hotel has just been ridden hard. Yeah. Carpets are worn, furniture is dinged.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. You yep.
0: know, it's, it's just it. tired, right? Yeah. Okay. So he wants his room night comped.
1: Oh, what?
0: And he wanted 90,000 points credited to his account.
1: Oh,
2: my God.
1: <laughs> I would have wow. actually maybe laughed out loud. Laugh. I, I probably would have muted that conversation so- <laughs> to laugh.
0: Well, no, I was, I was in shock. It's like, how are you asking for, what are we talking about? $800 in compensation?
2: Jeez. Oh God. Please.
0: Well, yeah. Let's, let's just talk about maybe a comp room night. Okay. Yeah. Even uh, that's
2: aggressive. Yeah. I'll give you a $50 breakfast credit. How about that? Yep. Yeah.
0: So when I was telling him that there's a big disparity between what you experienced and what you're asking for, his reply was, you guys need to learn your lesson and I'm gonna make it hurt.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh. okay
2: yeah <laughs> uh,
0: Don't um, you
1: just love those guests so that threat you that they think they're that important Yeah, yeah. you don't know they're who gonna I teach am. you a, a lesson.
2: lesson. yeah the yeah.
0: only way you're gonna learn the lesson is if it hurts and I'm gonna, gonna make p- it hurt
2: oh okay so he thinks he owns the brand yeah got it oh my
0: god on top of that yeah we've had people that are like i'm an owner oh my
2: god if i had a dime for every time i heard that oh Um, i'm sorry you're trapped into a timeshare yeah you don't own shit
1: yes yeah
0: you're an owner of a bad decision is what you are
1: (laughs) so i had one not that long ago So the guest booked three nights in one of our suites. And that morning, he rebooked again using a third party. Well, we didn't have that particular suite because that suite was already sold. So we gave him a different suite. And he actually authorized our agents to move his stuff. Got a verbal. Yes, you can go ahead and move Mm. my stuff. Because he was moving from one suite to another suite. So we do that. My bell guy goes up puts his stuff together. We set it aside because the suite was not ready. He comes in and he sees his stuff on the side. He starts just going off. Why is that? Because he clearly said that he did not want his stuff moved. Mm. And I said, well, I do have the recording stating that you gave us permission to move your stuff. It's on the recording. I can send it to you he started saying that he was the liaison to the prime minister in Britain. And this is when like the queen died. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, this is recent though. This is
1: recent, yes. And so he was just like, if anything is missing, it's on you guys. And we're like, okay, you know, I apologize. We'll have your stuff up in your room shortly. The room is getting cleaned. And he's like, well, why isn't it ready? It's already four o'clock. And I was like, for the same reason you tried to do to the other guest, you know, you wanted to stay in that room. We said, no, we needed you to have your stuff packed so we can move it so we can get that room prepared, ready for the other guest. Mm -hmm. So I stalled, listened to him go off on me for like 25 minutes how he's this huge important person and how he's going to get the prime minister involved in this. How and, the embassy is going to call us. And the embassy was going to call us.
0: Because <laughs> I'm sure the embassy has nothing better to do at the queen's funeral than to call a hotel that moved your belongings.
1: Exactly. So time passes. An hour after getting into his room, he calls down and... Wait, uh, what do you think he called down about? Yeah, what do you think?
0: Uh, something missing or broken in his belongings?
1: Ding, 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 ding. Not quite. Oh. Not quite there. So he's like, I want you up here. I want your housekeeper up here. I want your engineer up here. And so we all go and we're all standing there and he just goes off on us. He's like, this suite is just unacceptable. The carpets are stained. The bed frame is torn and the couches are stained. I mean, just the nitpick. nitpicked the entire suite into little itty bitty pieces, mm. and then he's all to top it off. Your HVAC sucks. There's nothing coming out, and so we just just let him grill us. And I said, okay, we have two solutions here. One, I will help you look for another hotel. I will refund your money back, and I'll help you look for one. Two. I will comp your one night and you can stay the last two nights. However, it is a weekend. And I know for a fact, all the hotels are fully booked. And so I let him think on it. I go back down. (laughs) I call hotels nearby because he specifically said he wanted a suite, Mm -hmm. right? And the only thing I found was the Ritz Carlton so I call him. I said, I found a hotel for you. Uh, they have a suite ready for you. And he's like, well, how much is the night? And I said, $6,000. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just like, oh, okay. Well, let me think about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. so Call the embassy. Call the embassy, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised he didn't
0: say, oh, and you're going to pay for it?
1: Oh, no. I wasn't going to do that. I was going to refund his money back. Oh, I know. Yeah, That's it. That's my extent. And so he, he calls me. He's like, can you come up? And I said, absolutely. So I go up. And his girlfriend's there and hes they start talking about how our service is terrible. And I just sat oh there God. and listened to it. And I said, OK, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you're going through that. Did you make a decision? And they were like, no, we're just going to stay here. And I said, OK. And then he's like, however, my Rolex is missing. My cufflinks are missing. What are you going to do about that? I said, oh, well, I'm so sorry to hear that. I will contact my security team. We'll do a full investigation on it. And so um, he's like, no. He's like, they need to show up. Like, my Rolex was in this bag, and now it's not. And so he's he started threatening us how he was going to get the embassy involved. I and I said, okay. all I can do is I can call the police for you. You can make a police report. If it wasn't in the safe, the hotel does not take responsibility. You gave us the okay, verbally, to move your stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, get the fuck out of my hotel. Get the fuck out of my suite. I'm oh like, okay. God. Well, let me know if you need anything else. Oh, my God. But you know how, like, when you can tell when a guest is lying? Oh, yeah. You can tell, like, mm-hmm. when they say, oh, this is missing. Mm-hmm. And they either A, left it at home or it's in their car or somewhere in their belongings. But they're trying to pull a fast one on you. Mm-hmm. It's so annoying. Mm-hmm. It just <laughs> it drives is. me insane.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So, I had mentioned to you that I was going to share a voicemail, right? Right.
2: So here, oh, go. Oh, yes. oh, I'm excited.
0: So, this woman... Uh, All right, so this this message is not that long. It's only 30 seconds. But this woman was angry and very threatening. And I simply just laughed at the entire thing because it was just, it's absurd. So here, bear with me one second.
2: Documented. Someone again ran my card for $600. They've now released it for the second time. If it is run again,
1: I am going to have someone arrested for embezzlement. <laughs> so I need you to call me. My name is Jennifer. At one,
2: and I know the perfect person to make that arrest with. Thank you. <laughs> what?
0: I love the thank you at the end. That that just kind thank of thank you. Like, yeah, it just makes the whole message that much better
1: embezzlement (laughs) nice really i
0: I love the terms though you know it's (laughs) like someone ran my card again yeah well it's an open authorization we're not taking money off of your card it's an authorization you checked in exactly sorry you know number one embezzlement embezzlement is when you work for the company and you (laughs) steal that company's money yeah (laughs) that would be embezzlement Not a credit card authorization. And quite honestly, nobody's going to come arrest a front desk agent for doing an authorization on a credit card. That's just not going to happen. Exactly.
2: That's so funny. But wait, I'm also stuck on she knows somebody to make the arrest. Yeah. Is that her stripper cop boyfriend or something? Like (laughs) Shows up.
1: What? Oh, my God. That is just so ridiculous. Yeah. Threats. It's amazing how guests go to this level. Right.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. So, a threatening voicemail. What's my inclination of calling that guest back? Zero.
1: Delete.
0: Just about zero.
2: Zero. And they go, oh, I called you. I never got a voicemail.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh. Okay. So, uh, insider secret: people that leave that voicemail get called back at the end of the day. They are not my priority. Nope. nope. My priority is the guy that is honest and sincere about the problem. And I want to fix that guy's problem. This is not my priority. I'm sorry.
1: I'm like that too. Yeah. I'm very like that too.
0: There's the right way and the wrong way to complain. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yes. That voicemail, wrong way to complain. These stories, wrong way to complain.
2: Exactly. (laughs) And you know what's funny? We've actually talked about this before. So obviously people aren't listening enough to know. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey,
0: you know what? We're a new podcast. We can't change the world, right? No, hey, Not we'll yet. start
2: giving our cards out to Karens. Be like, okay, look, you yeah. want to complain? This is how you do it. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. I've gotten threatened so many times. It's it's just funny. How many? If I had a dime for every time someone told me that I was going to lose my job. Oh, mm. oh I'm going to make sure you get fired for this. You do that. I know Mr. So-and-so who owns the chain. Okay, you you tell him I say hi. Yeah, I thought you were (laughs)
0: angry at me, but here you are telling me you're going to do me a favor.
1: Thank you, yes. Oh my gosh, I'm so (laughs) flattered. Oh man. I haven't had one in a minute. He was my last one. He uh, basically said I was going to lose my job. And that everybody who was involved right my team was going to lose their job because he was a liaison Mm. of the prime minister And here's the funny thing (laughs) i'm so sorry when you say you're the liaison people there's google there's google (laughs) do you not understand there's google and when you are a liaison to anything your name is going to be on there so i went to go look uh, to see if it was true no, he's not. So for the next
2: couple of weeks, we joked. And every time I saw the director of security, I would be like, have you gotten any calls from the embassy? Yeah, and everyone just laughs. laughs. Yep.
0: <laughs> you could have really like taken the guy to task and just asked him for a business card.
2: Oh, absolutely! Oh my gosh, that would have been so funny. That would have. I didn't my mind. I'd Be
1: like, do you mind if I get a business card to yeah, put I wanna, with
0: your? I want to make sure that we make this right for you. You know, I want to make sure I have your <laughs> contact information. Can I get a business card?
1: Next time, I will remember to do that. Oh my god, that's so.
0: So the other guy that I've had recently was upset, complaining to me in person, and. He wanted a series of compensations, and I did not agree with him. And I pushed back, saying that that, quite honestly, is a little excessive. (laughs) And his response back was, well, if you don't make it right for me, then I'm going to put reviews on every website that I can possibly find. Oh, and I looked love doing that. and I looked him square in the eye and I said, well, I'm sorry that a you feel that way and b that you said what you said, because now you've threatened me and I'm not going to be subject to blackmail. So nice. I appreciate yes. I appreciate your concerns, but everything we've talked about up until this point is now off the table. You're free to go. Yep. I,
1: I'm and sorry. And He
0: did not like that. He's like, yes. you know, I'm a such and such level, blah, 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 blah. And I said, and I appreciate that. But what I don't appreciate is being threatened yep. and the company doesn't either. So you're more than welcome to take this conversation to whoever you need to, but be aware that whatever you open, I will be involved with and I will share the fact that you stood right here, looked me in the eye and said, if you don't, I will. Mm -hmm. And that is blackmail yeah so we are done you can leave
2: yeah oh my gosh that's amazing yeah
0: i was so angry i I understand upset guests and i understand guests being angry but this guy was Mm -hmm. contemplative he knew what he was gonna do yeah miss b's words right you may not like what i say yeah But that's your answer. Yep, And that was exactly this guy.
2: Oh, my gosh.
1: We get those a lot, especially PBX or reservations
2: Reservations or phone operator, whatever you want to call it. Whatever.
1: Yeah. They blackmail us by, oh, well, I'm going to post it in every site. How horrible your hotel is. And I said, "Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry you feel that way and that you have to go that route." Oh. But I still say no too when yeah. I feel like they're they're crossing that limit.
2: The amount of funny yelps that I've read. When I'm looking to like go to a business or a hotel and I do read the social media, the crazy reviews, I don't take them seriously. Mm-hmm. You, you know, can't. because I see it from, you know, my perspective, all the jobs I've had with those crazy guests. And I, you know, look for the reviews that are kind of in the middle. You know, it was okay. The hotel's a little tired, but the service was nice. This ones that seem realistic. Yes. And then I'm like, okay, I can deal.
1: Yeah. I don't even bother to go to Yelp, to be honest, because it's so... Toxic. I feel like it's toxic, but it's not real.
0: Almost everything on it is hyperbolic.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's just angry people just wanting to lash out to mm-hmm. whatever establishment they went to. Mm-hmm. So I'd never use Yelp.
2: Because, I mean, if you think about it, like all the restaurants that each one of us goes to, all the hotels we've stayed at, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: when you have like a nice time, you're not as inclined to write a review. It's only when you had a horrible experience or an over-the-top amazing experience. But even then, you're more likely to write about a negative experience than you are positive. So these review sites are very tainted in that it's not an accurate depiction of how people feel about that particular venue or establishment.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I try very hard to write a very fair review, you know, and if it's really bad, I'll just give them a one star and say terrible experience. Yeah, you know, I,
1: I don't tend to do that Not coming back. I, I, I don't say anything. I don't even send a review.
0: If I have a good experience, I'll write a review that's a positive experience. Yeah,
1: I try not to, though. I don't know why. I just... So whenever I get surveys from
2: hotels, I always do them. And by the way, even if my experience was mediocre, I still give 10 stars.
0: Well, why is that?
2: Because I feel bad. I've been on the other side of that where, you know, you're reading these reviews and they give you all mediocre scores and how it tanks. Like, I, I know it's not always the agent's fault. It's not always, you know, the people who are there's fault that their hotel is tired and there's... They're working... Like they have no say in the amount of money that's put into the property. But when you tank them on a survey for something that's out of their control, they're the ones who pay the price for it.
0: (laughs) I know. I love it. It's like when you stay at a hotel that needs to be renovated and you write a terrible review about your check-in experience because, you know, Miss B checked me in and this hotel is terrible and they need to renovate and they make it feel like Miss B is the controlling one. But yeah, who decides that the hotel is going to get renovated? Ownership.
2: Yep. How much do they care about reviews? Nothing. No, they don't. You're just hurting the person checking you in. And yep. it's like, so yeah, no, I literally give it all 10 stars unless there was something bad about the service, mm. unless someone's like egregiously rude or does something wrong. And then maybe I'll mention it because honestly, the surveys are for that to address service issues.
0: Yeah. But that's fair though. You're being yeah. specific and you're being balanced in how you handle it.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: okay so with the surveys, mm-hmm. what's the dirty secret about surveys? With the surveys, most of the time, we think in terms of high school. If you got an 80 on your test, that's a B, you're passing. So pretty good right? good, right?
1: So it's a good rate, yeah. Well, I got a, you know,
0: I got a 72. Okay, that's a, that's a weak C, but you're good. Our surveys don't work like that. Nope. Okay, so 1 through 8 is a 0. 9 and 10 is a 1. Right. It's yes or no.
2: So it means anything like eight and below, you fail. Yeah. yeah. And you get
0: in trouble. For you it. get zero credit. Yep. 100% mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah. So, you know, most of the guests, they think an eight is above average. It's not. So, like, I've seen reviews where people will put eights all the way down. And then in their commentary, they will say, the front desk agent was great at check in. Okay. Well, great should be a nine. You gave them an eight. And Mm -hmm. now you've taken away from their scoring, Yeah, you know, and that zero hurts really bad for that person that's busting their ass trying to do a good job.
2: When I worked at that particular brand, we would have percentages and scores based on the surveys. You fill out a survey and it's linked to the associate who checked you in. And based on how you rate their performance, their percentage goes up and down. And we would hold the associates accountable if their percentage wasn't at a particular point. And we would actually, you know, document. So people think, oh, you know, you're given an eight. and it's like, okay, they weren't amazing. But they weren't bad. Well, you just tank them and hurt their scores, and they might be held accountable. accountable. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, people can lose their jobs over that. Yep. But the th- one
2: of mine did. <laughs> yeah. And
0: and the thing that I have an issue with is that none of the companies. This isn't just about us, like our industry. Car companies do it too. I bought a car years ago, and the salesman said, "You may get a call." I shouldn't say this, but if they ask you for, you know, how we did on the the sale. Anything less than a 10 is a zero. Oh wow. Oh. So it's like companies don't put out to their customers that this is how you're graded. Yeah. But then on the backside, we're graded against rules that the customers don't know about. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's it's people lose their jobs. It it upsets lives.
2: Yeah. There's now surveys with everything. I went down and sat at a local like pizza joint, but no, but it's a big chain. And at the end of the meal, they're like, oh, and there's a, you know, there's this iPad. Mm-hmm. and There's a survey on your experience in my service. And so, you know, I, I always give 10s all the way down because I know if those crazy, you know, anything below 10 is a fail kind of mindsets.
0: Well, and I mean, it's important. Businesses need to know how they're doing. I get that. But some of the surveys are just ridiculous. Oh, yeah. The very first hotel I worked for, they had probably the coolest survey cards ever. This was before like online surveys. But you know how when we worked together, mm-hmm. that survey that our guests would get would be like 45 questions long. And people will bail out of it 15 in because they're like, why is this not ending? Yeah. Okay. So this first hotel I worked (laughs) at, they didn't have a 45 question survey. They had a 30 question survey. But wait, this is where it gets cool. It was on three different cards and people would randomly get whatever survey card was given to them. So all 30 questions were being answered just by different people. So the survey card that I give you only has 10 questions on it. And when you look at it, you're like, oh, yeah, psh, 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 done. Okay. Were and they
1: specific though? Like each one had a category or was it, it?
0: Each one being each card? Yeah. Well, no. So it was always a blend of different experiences. Okay. So each card had a food and beverage, a check-in, a room cleanliness, a room condition sort of question. But the questions were worded differently, but they addressed similar things mm-hmm. just in a different way. Okay. Nice. So it yeah. made sense and yeah. people could fill it out in a heartbeat. And we were, we would get tons of cards coming back because they were short and easy. Yeah. You know, these 45 question surveys, people bail out. They don't finish it.
2: Yeah. I think now they've changed them. So that way it just asks you a few questions and then you could choose whether to move on. It says, oh, would you like to provide even more detail? And I usually go, no. Next. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want a high school size test on my experience at the Best Western or whatever. Yeah. well, oh, man. Surveys. Give everyone 10s, guys. Yes. Give 10s. 10s are nothing. (laughs) So this one time we were under a renovation and the guest wasn't informed of it because they booked through a third party. Mm. By the way, guys, fun fact, third parties will not disclose to you if there's work being done at a hotel. The hotel directly will. If you book, it'll be on their website or, you know, the agent will inform you. But when you go through third parties, they're getting hotels, unsold rooms, and they can choose to advertise us however they please. Oh yeah, they don't have to. Ad- they don't have to put anything on there about a renovation. So this guy books this beautiful hotel from what he saw on you know Priceline, Expedia. You know, pick one. Uh, their website of our hotel, and they show up and we're into full construction, and he loses his gosh darn mind because we lied to him. And I was like, sir, you booked through insert third party here. And I said on our website and I showed him like it shows we're under renovation. We don't have control over their website, but you should this and that. I'm like, we don't. They buy the rooms from us and they sell it to you. We cannot control how they advertise us. Yeah, we don't control them. Yeah, They
0: they control the information that's going out. That's not me. Had you
2: booked through us, you would have gotten a confirmation. The agent would have told you the website would have told you. But still, yeah, he threatened me and said, "I'm gonna put you out of business and all that."
0: You know what, though? I love those. It's people like that that squawk and they moan and Mm -hmm. they groan. You know, oh, well, the website didn't say this, blah, 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 blah. But then that's the same guy that's going to turn around and do an advance purchase, non-refundable to save 50 (laughs) bucks, (laughs) want to change his dates and then lose his freaking mind over the fact that, well, you booked through a third party. A third party. Mm -hmm. They have a non-refundable policy. I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do.
2: Yeah. Yep. Call the Priceline Negotiator or the... I'm trying to think of all their little mascots and tell them you're upset, but it has nothing to do with us.
1: Yep. Yeah. I just had one too, not three days ago. I guess he booked through Expedia. And on the Expedia page, it said two double queen beds with couch. Ooh. And so I don't know where he got that from. So he calls, he checks in, he goes up to his room. He asks to speak to a manager and I speak to him. He's like, no, through Expedia, it says it should have two queen beds and a pullout couch. And I said, none of our rooms have that. I'm will. i sorry to tell you, (laughs) none of my rooms have a couch. I have a suite that has one bed and the couch pulls out into another bed, thus giving you two. However, with a suite, I could put in a rollaway bed. And he was like, no, I don't want a suite. It doesn't say suite. It says two double queens with a couch. It's that's what it says on your website. And I go, well, I do see you booked through a third party. And then he just went off. You guys control it. You're the ones that post that stuff. No. You're the one that your PR team is the one that contacts them, and lets them know, and eh. I'm like, I do apologize, but we don't. We only have control over our website and only our website. So and I think outside when they originally
2: set it up, we do tell them what we have exactly. Yeah. But then
1: they can do whatever the heck they want
2: after that exactly. <laughs> so I
1: had to sit there for ten minutes, just go off and say, "Well, it's six of us guys. How are we going to do it?" I go, "Well, I go, I the do room's have." only supposed to have four. four. So I did tell him that and I said, "I do have a suite. It's going to be an additional $1200." And he just <laughs> hangs up on me after I said that.
2: <laughs> you know what, kind of along those lines, I can't count how many times I've been yelled at by someone for when they book a room with two beds, be it two queens or two doubles, doesn't matter, it's happened at all my properties. And then they want a rollaway bed. Yes. And then we say we can't do that, and then they throw a raging fit saying your website says you have rollaway beds. It's like, yeah, we do have them, but they go in rooms with kings and then we have to explain to them. It's not just because it's an authority thing. Yeah. It's because it's a fire hazard Mm -hmm. and it's because the fire department has told us, no, it is a safety hazard that if there's a fire, someone could die. Yeah. And then they still fight with you. Mm -hmm. And lots of times they have little kids and Mm -hmm. I'm going to look at them and be like, you really want to put little Timmy's life at risk Mm -hmm. because you don't want to share a bed Mm -hmm. and they still do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They fight. And well, yell.
0: the last hotel that I had as a permanent post, I got rid of all of our rollaways. Cheers got to Got rid that. of them. Change it on the website. Rollaways are not available.
1: So
2: then they can't fight you about it no. anymore. No, yep. done. Oh, that sounds amazing. Done. Oh, that sounds so amazing.
1: I wonder if we can do that with ours.
2: You know what we did with ours? We got rid of the weight limit for dogs because, you know, it's very customary and standard to have Pets Lab's dog must be under 35 or 50 pounds or whatever, be it. But the thing is... We're not weighing your dog. And then what is the front desk agent supposed to like police be like, oh, that dog looks like it's over 50 pounds. So to kind of like just get around that whole argument and all that, we just said, no weight limit. They still have to behave. Yeah. And it's usually the big dogs that are better behaved than the small yappy ones. Yeah, Yeah.
0: absolutely. But big dogs have bigger bladders.
2: We usually don't have issues with big dogs. It's always the little little ones. ones. The little
0: yappy chihuahuas. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. I mean, granted, like, it's 90% of the time if I ever have an issue, it's a small dog. Yeah. 90. 10% big dogs. It's always the short little yappy ones that keep everybody up. True.
0: Most of the damage that I've seen has all been from little dogs. The only time that I've had serious damage in a room from a big dog was a pit bull. It didn't tear up the room. It just peed everywhere. Really? Yeah. We uh, ended up having to pull the carpet out of the room. And Ooh. fortunately, the hotel was built out of concrete. So it didn't penetrate and stain into the wood, but it penetrated into the concrete below the carpet. Dang. It took us forever. We tried so many different things before we finally got the smell out of that room. Wow. Dang. Yeah. Ugh, had to recarpet the, worst. the whole thing. It's the worst.
2: And even like when it's, when it's on a mattress, the whole mm-hmm. mattress is oh. done. Mm-hmm. You can't save you it. You can't say Yeah. I can't tell you how many brand new mattresses we've had like on the loading dock by the trash can mm-hmm. because someone wet the bed but it's usually a human mm-hmm. <laughs> usually a human yeah that always blows my mind and then they just leave it's like who just pees the bed and leaves
0: yeah well wait till they get the charge on their credit card
1: oh no. and they fight you
0: oh yeah prove what? it you that wasn't me, me. <laughs> prove it. Yeah. Oh, so you slept in a puddle because <laughs> when you checked out that bed was wet
1: exactly well that
0: wasn't me so you slept in a puddle then you well slept- no so it was you no <laughs>
1: So you slept in a pot?
0: Yeah. Pick one. Pick
1: one. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. The best ones are the ones that uh, when you charge them for the smoking fee. Oh God. Oh God. (laughs) Those are my favorite. And you're sending Uh. them pictures of their rooms. With cigarette buds on top of the table and the cartridges and the trash. And, and they're still fighting you.
0: Okay, wait, wait, though. My favorite is the when they fight you on it. And then you send them the photo of the smoke detector covered with a shower cap.
1: Oh, I Absolutely, didn't do that. Yes. Yeah. And, but they still fight you, though. You can send them all the evidence you want and they'll still fight you, but they'll fight you with that smokery voice. I've never smoked a A cigarette cigarette
2: in my life. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like they have the hole right there in their neck. Yes. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Tangential story, but I had a flight attendant years ago that had one of those trach holes in her throat. Oh, God. because she was a smoker. Yeah. And she was still a smoker.
1: Oh my God. And so the smoke would come out through her throat. Oh no, God. Never,
0: I never saw that, but she would go stand outside and when she would smoke, she would have her cigarette in her left hand and when she would need to inhale, she would cover the hole with her, with, yeah, her, with her finger, with her right.
1: My next door neighbor, oh, my next door right? neighbor had that tracheal oh, God. hole. God, 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 And she would literally—did she cover smoke it. it? Oh, she yeah, she would smoke. Like she would cover it, smoke, and then the smoke would come out her hole. God,
0: God. <laughs> it looked like uh, Beetlejuice.
1: Yeah, God. it, oh, it was crazy. just, and she, but she won't give it up. She's like, this well, is I mean, who I am, and I'm gonna if die. You've who done I it am. to that
2: point. You now have a hole in your body.
0: Yeah. What just, else
1: is there? Yeah.
0: Go with it? Yeah. Question mark.
2: God, so horrible, horrible.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. What's wrong, Miss B?
2: Sorry, I'm up. You fading? No, I'm up. I'm ready. What? We're going to bar
1: after this. Yeah, we are.
0: Let's end this here. (laughs) So thank you again for listening. Uh, We appreciate you tuning in. Um, If you have any questions, comments, stories that you'd like to share with us, feel free to reach out to us. You can reach us by email at talesfromtheserviceindustry at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. If you have a story that we read, We will give you credit for it.
2: Send us funny stories. Yes, please.
0: Funny stories, tragic stories, cringy stories. The darker, the better. Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Miss B, thank you for joining us.
2: Great to be here.
0: Natty, pleasure to have you with us. Hopefully you'll be back with us.
1: Absolutely.
0: And we will see you guys in two weeks. Bye. Bye.